listening to Titan Radio. The views and opinions expressed in this program do not reflect the views and opinions of Titan Radio, Titan Communications, CSUF, or any of their affiliates. If you have any questions or concerns, please email us at csuftitanradio at gmail.com. Want to break from the... This is Ty and Radio, and you are tuned in to Ants Analytics, the home of everything sports, guest interviews, and of course, your host, Anthony Manifold. Good morning, and I hope you guys had a good weekend. I have an amazing guest today, Mr. Chad Castro. What's up, man? <laughs> How are you doing today? How's the weekend? It was good, man. It was good. No complaints. No complaints? What'd you do? Just uh, went to the gym, kicked back. Kicked back with some people and, uh, you know, did my thing. All right, all right, all right. So we're just going to start off by asking little questions um, just so the listeners get to know you and who you are. Um, so obviously I grew up with you. I, I know all of this, but um, tell me about your sports background and what kind of sports you played growing up, your teams. My sports background, let's see, I started when I was like, five years old playing baseball played baseball so I was like 14 I threw out my arm my elbow like gave out I uh, played catcher my whole life uh, played football played quarterback defensive end I uh, played basketball grew up point playing point guard and then I got like way too damn tall and uh, and then eventually gave that up so and then all my teams from the Bay Area like you, little bro. So, Giants, Warriors, Niners. All right. Me. So you said when you went from pitcher to catcher after you you blew out your arm, or was that just like a consistent thing? No, I was catcher the the whole time. Um, as soon as you know, like you know, like when you play little league, and everyone they let you play every position in little league. Uh-huh. Um. One day my coach was just like, I'm like seven years old, and was like, oh, you want to try out catcher? And I was like, sure. And I just tried it out and just, I like absolutely fell in love. Like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with being. Buster Posey? (laughs) Yeah. No, not even Buster Posey. Like I just fell in love with the position of catcher. Like I just thought it was so sick. Like I remember the smell. Like one thing that sticks out right now is like I can remember the smell of when you have the face mask on, like you can like smell the leather that goes on your chin or your mm-hmm. cheeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just everything about it. Getting whacked in the face with baseballs and, and like it doesn't hurt because you yeah, have was, a mask. That was the best part, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so <laughs> you went through high school. You went to Liberty High School. For anyone that's listening, I know that rings a few bells. Um, but tell me about your career path and and just how you got to where you are right now since high school uh yeah since we'll start wherever let's see my career path i've worked like 10 jobs already and i'm only 23 so since high school 
I was busboy, waiter, I worked retail, I was a union carpenter, I was a pizza delivery driver. I've done all the jobs, but now I finally landed on like a real career with barbering. Uh, so if anyone needs a haircut, let me know. Um, Chad the barber with a three at the end of E. Um, oh, no, hit him up. Yeah. Um, how I landed with barbering. I just came across it by weighing like all the pros and cons of all the jobs I worked. Cause I worked, like I said, I worked like 10 jobs and they all sucked. So I really weighed out the pros and cons of all of them. And then wanted to find some, a job that had like some freedom to it, had some entrepreneurship almost to it, made me money every day, cash in hand. Uh, I didn't really have a, something. I didn't have a boss. I could just like tell me I'm fired or whatever. And then I, I eventually found barbering and was just like, you know what, I'm just going to I'm just going to join this barber school and and see if I can't make something happen. So I gave you a few good haircuts, a few bad haircuts few in the ba- barber a school, few ba- <laughs> a few bad ones at the very start. And then he just kept getting better and better. And you could see the difference. It was it was pretty. Yeah, now it was pretty amazing to see. I was I was looking back through remember? the photos last night. I was looking at the first one. I was like, what? What is this? You, <laughs> you remember? Could, you could see the line in my head. <laughs> remember last haircut or two haircuts ago? I sent you like your first one of the first ones. And then I sent you the most recent one. And you were like, holy crap. Like, that's. The difference was insane. And and how much how fast I am too. Like the quality went from 0 to 10. And I went from cutting your hair in like 2 hours to like 30 minutes. It's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was the first the first few were like two and a half hours. <laughs> it was like 2 hours 15, 2 hours. And now <sighs> now you're done in like not even 40 And you minutes. were my first and you were my first haircut ever. <laughs> and I was literally so scared before you were pulling you were like i'm pulling up to the school and i've been in barber school like what a month and i was already gonna do my first haircut and i was i was actually terrified i actually went in the bathroom and was like breathing i was like breathing a little bit i was like wow i haven't been this nervous and (laughs) i couldn't tell you like it was the first time i'd been nervous in so long because i was scared i was gonna mess up your hair and then and then you're gonna look stupid for the next two weeks three weeks you know Uh Well, but it wasn't too bad for, for <laughs> uh, we won't speak on that. It's all, it's all about where you're at right now. Um, but for the people that don't know, uh, barbering is a trade. So you went to trade school I for did. like for a year for 13 months, five days a week, like seven hours a day. Okay. And then you also worked at Olive Garden at the time. So you were, you were basically working double shifts. You had very full days. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to die at points <laughs> for sure. I would come get my haircut sometimes, and this dude has black circles under his eyes, and he's ready to fall over. <laughs> I used to fall asleep on the freeway on the way to on the way to Olive Garden after school. I used to like already be falling asleep, and I had a full shift ahead of me that was gonna. And I knew as soon as I get there, they're gonna be like, "Here's a ten top, and here's a like really big tables like immediately." It was insane. It really was insane. I don't know how I did that. I, I mean, really don't. You did what you had to do, and nothing worth having ever comes easy. Um, so, Facts. so after after barber school, <laughs> Facts. after barber school, um, you got into a shop, and then you transferred to your current one. I got into a barber shop before I even finished barber school. Uh-huh. I was in a barber shop like halfway through barber school, so I was working at the barber shop on the weekends. 
school Monday through Friday, Olive Garden Monday through Friday night, and then the barbershop on the weekends. But that barbershop was pretty slow. Uh-huh. So then once I graduated barber school and now I can cut pretty good, you know, now I'm full time at the shop and Olive Garden still. But I wanted to get out of Olive Garden, so I found a busier shop. So that's the one I'm in now. And then that allowed me to quit Olive Garden. So now I'm just chilling, cutting hair. There you we go. You know. If you don't know Chad Cashaw, <laughs> now you know him. Um, so show plan for the day. We're going to go into wor- some World Baseball Classic. Did you did you pay attention at all? To what? World Baseball Classic, WBC. What is that? Oh, like what's been going on with the like the countries playing and uh-huh. stuff? I did. I, yeah, I've, I've been seeing stuff about it. Okay. I didn't watch like a whole entire game, but I, I've been seeing what's going on. I saw the lineups are insane. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to talk about it more when we go into it. Um, I watched a couple games yesterday. Did, was, the Giants beat, did the Giants beat the USA team? I saw the USA team play the Giants. Uh, I, and the Giants were winning. I have, just, just saying. I so, have I don't no know. idea. Okay. Um, I know in previous years their teams were less stacked it was so stacked and this kid i saw a tiktok was like if the giants beat the usa team we're, we're going to the world series or something just something funny because <laughs> their lineup was literally like mookie betts mike trout uh-huh. like just everyone and then they played the giants yeah apparently, we'll go so. into it more but um we'll talk some pga just a little bit um I'm I'm really getting into it because you know I'm like really into golf right now. But dude, you've gotten like literally obsessed with golf in the past like what two years? Yeah, year, year it's, or two. It's you've almost gotten, been two years. You've been like all all of it out of nowhere. You just got obsessed. Like every weekend, your story. You never. Well, first of all, you don't post stories very often. But uh, when you do, it's golf. It's golf. And then you started even <laughs> making golf TikToks and yeah. like all kinds. Of, I'm like, this kid's like obsessed with this. I I really want to get back into that because I feel like I'm getting better. Um, it's not really noticeable on the scorecard that much, but just the shot, the type of shots we, I'm hitting. We is, haven't played in so long. I I know you're you're just busy. When are we play? I don't know. We should go this weekend or something. Okay. Next weekend. Let's plan it, bro. I'm down. Well, I know why. It's because you always want to go at 7 a.m. and I'm like I'm not waking up at 7. <laughs> we can go. We can go like an afternoon on Saturday. I gotta go at. Yeah, like noon. Yeah, like an I'm a noon golfer. You're a noon golfer? Yeah, I'm not a... I can't understand those people. 6.30 a.m., like, it's, what? You just don't under. You just don't understand, like, when you're on the course that early, it's... Like, I know it must be, like, yeah, I know there must be some type of reason where it's quiet or, uh-huh. or whatever the reasons are. I know there's got to be those reasons, but to me, it's not worth it because I'm just not a morning person, so... Uh-huh. Like, the fact that I'm talking this much right now is insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you are. Uh, and then uh, we're going into NBA. Uh-huh. I know you've been paying attention to that a little bit. Curry, um, my boy Curry's been going off. And then depending on how much time we got left, maybe some music. But I, the way we're talking right now, I don't think we're going to have time. Uh, so before we go into World Baseball Classic, we're going to go to an ad. Hey, Titans. Want to stay in touch with the sound of CSUF? Want the latest news on events on campus and opportunities to win free concert tickets? Be sure to follow Titan Radio on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Titan Radio to stay in the know. Okay, so WBC. Um, Japan is 4-0 and right now. Of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> 
Did you see the clip? Shohei hit a bomb, and they were passing the I ball around see. the stands. Yeah, it's because Japanese. Well, I'm not gonna hate on the United States, but I don't know. Japanese people. One, they have the safest country in the world. I don't know if you knew that. And just their culture is like just so much different. Like we would never do that in the United States. Like that's so cool. Like they were just admiring. They were just admiring. Like they all passed it around, and then they probably gave it back to whoever caught it. I they bet. did. I saw the video of a of a girl handing it back to like one of like the authorities or something. Like they they gave it back to like the the league or, How or something like that. that. How insane is that? It's it's really. Or insane. they probably wanted to give it back to Otani. Like oh he he should keep this. Oh yeah maybe. Do you think? They like revere him like as a god. <laughs> um, or clo- no. close to. Like how, based on how much praise he gets, it probably looks that way. But uh, no, I think they're no. just. I think they're just so uh, patriotic, and they're just such supportive people of other Japanese people, and that's how we should be too of Americans. Well, we're just so money driven. Exactly, like exactly what I was gonna say. Like, if someone hits a home run, we're for sure keeping it, and we're gonna try to sell it for a million dollars. Like when Aaron Judge broke the record, yeah. I bet that guy is trying to sell that thing for like ten million dollars. Yeah, that that thing. He definitely wasn't like, oh, Aaron Judge should <laughs> should have this. Like, no, some New Yorker. Like, uh-huh. he probably just finished a ginormous pizza and then caught that thing, and then, just, <laughs> and then was like, oh my god, I'm gonna be a millionaire. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> it's kind of sad when you when, when you really think about it because yeah, it is. That's that's what our country was like built on like, greed. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, greed. Yes, greed. greed, greed. But mainly in like the modern day and like the past twenty years, the American dream, um, independence, just like independent from from other people, mm-hmm. and that's just how America is culturally. Mm-hmm. Um. So, it's just kind of crazy. It is. It is. This country is, uh, yeah, we're, we are very greedy, extremely greedy, which is funny that we're that way, but we're, like, the most in debt. So, clearly, we're not, <laughs> we're not the greedy. <laughs> clearly, we're not even good at what we claim to be. So, we owe, like, a billion, trillion, kajillion dollars. So. I, mean, I, I just think it's kind of counterintuitive. Like we're we're that way, because greedy means like we're always pushing for something more, and we're never gonna be satisfied with what we have. Um, it's a word because we're so uh, dependent on like initial reactions and like fast. What's the word? Forgetting the word. Fast like. Oh, um, uh, gratification, instant gratification. That's yeah. what we're that's what we're driven by. That's true. That's <coughs> true. Whereas, like, Japan, I don't... I think Japan is, uh... I've seen a bunch of TikToks, like, people who have moved to Japan and, like, they just talk about the culture. Like, one thing I found interesting was, like, the level... It's, what it's really about is respect. Like, the level of respect in Japan is is just miles ahead of us. Like, people have talked about how you could just leave your laptop in the Starbucks at Japan or, or wherever. You could leave it anywhere. You could leave a bike unchained. You could leave anything anywhere and you can come back a week later and it'll still be there. Mm-hmm. Like just that level of just like everyone has a really high level of respect for each other and crimes. You're um, like even like the smallest crime like here, like stealing a candy bar isn't really a big deal. But there, like if you steal like it's 
you could get five years in prison. Like yeah. there, there's way more rules, so people are more like respectful and stuff like that. So less gre- less greed, and less instant gratification. Should you go to Japan. I think we need to go to Japan. I want to go to Japan. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. I never, or really, never really thought about that. Going to Japan or China. Or I've talked like about. I've been talking about Japan uh, a lot lately, actually, with yeah. people around me. Like how it would just be fun to go out there and just. Uh, because I know we would get a lot of love. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've heard Japan uh, tall white boys get a lot of love in Japan. <laughs> so. Because we're so rare. So I, like, I know. We're like a unicorn. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, like, imagine we walked into a bar or a restaurant. And it's just all Japanese people. And then they'd just be like, every girl in there would just be like, holy crap. Like, who are these guys? <clears throat> you know? I think we I think we need a book a uh, plane trip to Japan. Let's work on that. Um but another baseball news, USA. Have you seen uh, okay, I have to get this out of the way. Have you seen Great Britain, Great Britain's jerseys? Um I saw a picture that they were just gray. They they were gray and they had yeah, I kid Britain. you not, a Microsoft font just across the middle. Nothing else. And maybe there are patches on the side on the yeah. side of the sleeves. Yeah, I did see that. It looked like a 12-year-old made it. And I hope I I hope to God that they did not that person who made the jerseys was not getting paid because it looked like they weren't getting paid for making the jersey. Yeah, why would a national team I need, have I need such to a show bad you jersey? It's why would crazy. A, why would the national team have such a bad jersey? Like they're literally representing the the country. But um when USA played them on Saturday, they won six two. Um, so that was well deserved. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, like they literally, <laughs> like they literally just printed out. They didn't, it's, literally just a, it's literally just a gray jersey, and they just typed Great Britain on it. <laughs> they didn't even try. Um, and then they just put the flag on the side. Yeah. But um, that's horrible. USA beat Greyburn Saturday, six to two. Arenado went three for five with two doubles. Schwarber hit a three-run jack. What's what's USA's record? Do you know? They're one and one right now. They played Mexico last night. We lost got, to Mexico. They got absolutely smacked by Mexico, eleven to six. And, or, our, I think and our team has Mookie Betts and Mike Trout. Eleven to five. Like we have a god squad, and we lost to Mexico. Yes, but super sick. But listen to this: they're playing in Miami, and you know Mexico showed out. So I think. USA was basically playing an away game, and they were rattled, and they because the Miami crowd was so Latin, yeah, the, like the, so Latin, the Mexico, they were probably screaming like going the crazy. The atmosphere at the World Baseball Classic, especially for the for the Latin and Hispanic teams, it's crazy. And oh, it's I'm nuts. sure. Especially I'm sure. Japan, Korea, and all of them, they show all the way out. And USA is really the only country that doesn't that doesn't care that much about our our like <sighs> national like. Uh, Look. Well, that's because we just we're just so used to dominating <laughs> at every at every sport that we play besides like I don't know which I don't or like what sports are we bad at? Like we're good at every sport. So I think to us it's just like another day. But like, well this sounds like I'm like hating on these other countries. But like just to them it's like a lot bigger of a deal, especially for them to beat the USA because we're known as the dominating ones in every sport. So whenever another country beats us at anything, uh-huh. I think it's, like, a really big deal for them. Like, imagine in, like, the Olympics if, 
if we lost in a, if we lost a basketball game in the Olympics, uh-huh. like that country would like start storming the court like they just won the championship or that's, something. I think that's very true for basketball that we're so far ahead in basketball. Baseball our, too, I think. I, I I don't think so anymore. The only country that's ahead of us in baseball is the Dominican Republic. I don't think so anymore, Chad. It's they, only the bro. Our lineup just because we lost one game. No, if no, you uh, read, okay, if not, you read the lineup, those are the best players in the world. They all play for the USA. Besides, like. Juan Soto and a couple other people on the DR. I'm not overreacting right now. <laughs> the Latin teams. No, they're nice. Are stacked too. Okay, and but they, and they on on just a reason? lineup scale, comparing lineups, Venezuela, Puerto Rico. Um, I'm not sure about the DR lineup. I know they're good. I don't think they're as stacked as those two though. I don't think that they necessarily have better players because if you read lineup for lineup, America versus DR, for example, our lineup is still a little bit better. But I also think after you pay people $400 million that they don't really they don't really care as much like they're gonna go out and play hard but like they're not whereas like when you have your whole latin country behind you like when you have your country's name on your chest like when you go from manny machado the la dodger to manny machado and he puts his country on his chest like (laughs) and the crowd is going crazy they're speaking spanish and he's getting like all amped up like Uh i feel like that's gonna make you way more like try harder and like try to really win whereas the american team could just be like like Trout and Mookie alone, that's like a billion dollars. Like just between two people, like that's insane. That's insane. Like, and they've been making that money for so long. Like they're not still hungry. That's why people love watching like college sports because they haven't made it pro yet, and they're just showing out. Like Zion Williamson's a perfect example. Like that, kid, he used to go every single game. It didn't matter if it was an AAU game, a little high school game. It did not matter what game he was playing in. He was gonna jump over someone. And try to go absolutely viral. And he does not play with the same energy. I mean, he got hurt and stuff, but he's not pinning on the backboard with two hands (laughs) and then, like, landing on his head after. No, he's sitting out on the bench because he's injured. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm saying even when he was playing, like, he wasn't doing, like, it was like as soon as he got paid, as soon as they were like, here's $50 million, he kind of, he chilled out for sure. So I think that's what our baseball team does, and then Latin countries are so prideful. Uh-huh. So as soon as those guys went out there, they were just like, "Yeah, the, I think the money really separates like that, that feeling to like want to like try your best." And I feel like it would diminish mine for sure. Like yeah. you would work your butt off to get to, to get the, there. to get to the pros, and then as soon as you signed two hundred million, and then you've been making that for a few seasons go by of you making thirty five million dollars, and then now it's your fifth season making it and you you would you would chill out a little bit like you wouldn't <laughs> like you'd still go out and play hard but you get what i'm saying yeah i think because um, you're like because it's like once you've made it you made it yeah it's like i've made it now so now i can chill but when you haven't made it that hunger like it's like hunting while you're starving and hunting while your belly's full yeah I'm going to write that down. Imagine, yeah, like imagine, you know, when you're really... That's a great quote. (laughs) I'm not going to... I'm just saying, hunting when you're starving and hunting when your belly's full. You know that's how, like, crocodiles die? (laughs) What do crocodiles do? Usually, okay, I'm pretty sure. I've heard this before. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me. 
But I'm pretty sure the only reason crocodiles uh, pass away or, like, die at all is because they never stop growing. And eventually they uh, run out of food. Like, eventually they can't eat enough to continue their growth because they're so big that they die of starvation. Does that make sense? How do you, how do you know that? Like, you just be staying up at night Googling crocodiles? Dude, you act, like, you, know you act like I'm... Bro, a lot of people don't know I'm legit smart. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, legit. I know, I know you're smart, but that's... That's not something you get you get taught. You go out you go out of your way to learn. I that. I know a lot of like extremely random. Like I'm a trivia master. Like yeah. like yeah. all those TikToks where people are like interviewing people. Like uh-huh. what was the fiftieth state and what was this? Like and they're and they're asking them for money. I'm literally the person that's like screaming the answer at my phone, and the people are just like, uh, and it's like for like a hundred dollars. I'm like, dude, it's it's Hawaii. Like it's Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, like. I'm that person. Um, you ever play Trivia Crack? Yeah. Yeah? That came out when I was in high school, when yeah. you were in, like, eighth grade. I oh, know. I, play, I played it, too. Seventh grade, yeah. We used to play with our teachers. With your teachers? Yeah. Mr. Rita. I, I was, like, Kahoot I miss, before Kahoot. Dude, I miss some of my my high school teachers, man. I miss some of them. So. Trivia Crack was fun. About About the whole <laughs> power comparison between USA and the Latin teams... You know who Venezuela has? My boy. Or they used to have my boy. They used to have uh, Panda. Pablo Sandoval is from. Oh, they, they did used to have Panda. from Venezuela. But they have Altuve. They have Acuna. Okay, okay. We're not going to talk about Altuve. Okay, okay, okay. No, we're he's, not. He's, he I'm sucks. Because he's still a good baseball I player. Forgot he was, he, I forgot he even I, existed. I do not like Jose I Altuve screamed at, at him in person one time, and he fully heard <laughs> me. And I screamed at uh, Correa. At a game? At a at an Angels game on a Tuesday night. No one was there. Waited for a quiet moment. Screamed as loud as I possibly could right above their heads on the second deck. They heard me 100%. <laughs> and I, I won't I won't re-say what I said, but I basically just called them cheaters with a little bit, with a little bit more emphasis. <laughs> with, a, with a little bit of spice. Yeah, with a little bit of spice, yeah. Uh, but Acuna, uh, Salvador Perez. Acuna is Venezuelan? Yeah. One of the best hitting catchers in the mm-hmm. league. Uh, Salvador Perez. Yeah, Anthony Santander. He's an Oriole. He's a switch hitter. He had a bomb that, the other night. I don't know who that is. He's, um, a, he's nice. Miggy Miguel, Miguel Cabrera. He's... I think he retired from the MLB. Yeah, how is he alive? How is he alive? <laughs> he wants to play for his country because it, it means because it's so him. prideful. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fools will come out of retirement. and, Oh, I'm gonna go play for my country and whoop some butt. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, Eduardo Escobar is a really nice third baseman, switch hitter. Um, so I only recognize a couple but names. They're okay. They're, they're really good. They look really good. They're 2-0 right now. And you know another thing, too, is, like, even the names that I don't know, but, like, if, if they had all grew up together, not even grew up together, just the fact that they just all have that Venezuelan blood or whatever country, like, just the fact that they all have that same blood, I feel like when they get on the baseball field together, their attributes go up by 10. <laughs> like, just because they're all from the same place. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're all spitting their, their lingo, like some Venezuelan lingo that only they know. Uh-huh. And they're cracking jokes and they're talking in Spanish, like, real fast. And they're spitting their sunflower seeds and they're just, they're just like... Like, the, the chemistry, even if the chemistry is literally not there, like, let's say you've never played with this guy before. Uh-huh. But wouldn't you feel some type of way playing on the American team next to this guy? Yeah, it's just so like 
Like he's another of, he's another Cali boy. Like he was raised like in California. Like let's say your whole career you've been playing in the Dominican Republic, and then you come over and you're playing with some California dude that you can totally like connect with. Like you get what I'm saying? I, I kind of envy that that pride and like that that togetherness. Oh, for sure. It's it's amazing. I'm jealous it's of amazing it for to, sure. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing to see. America doesn't really have that unless we go to like the Olympics. Uh, I feel I feel like the World Baseball Classic. We're not tripping. But the only time I've seen what you're talking about is when we go to the Olympics and we get, like, super hyped up, like, like our basketball team. I've seen, like, LeBron. When LeBron and Kobe and all those fools were playing together, those are probably the only group that I have seen was, like, like the pride went to, like, another level. Uh, so the reason Mexico trampled on them, obviously they scored 11 runs, but they couldn't hit at all. That's Amer- when, America? That's when 0-5. Alonzo went 0 for 4, and Arenado went 0 for 3. Well, I've never thought Pete Alonzo. There's a few big hitters, like pretty much all the dudes that have won the home run derby. Uh, I've never liked any of those dudes. Like, I don't like Pete Alonzo. I don't think he can hit. I don't think uh, Buddy plays for us now. I don't think he can hit either. Cool. I forget. Um, our big our big power hitter, Fat Boy on the Giants. He's won, He's also won the home run derby. Why can't I? I don't know why I, I can't. Is he a new addition? I don't know why I can't think of him either. He's been on the team a couple years. Big boy, big power hitter. Why am I blanking uh, out, right now? Outfielder. I, I'm blanking too. It's not Pete Alonso. It's freaking no. um, Mitch Haniger. No. No, Jock Peters. Jock oh, Peterson. Yeah, Jock Peterson. I mean, he's like like a Jock Peterson, a Pete Alonso. Like, there's a couple other players like them too that I just don't think. I don't know why. Well, I just he was don't. A Dodger. <laughs> Is that why I hate him? Yeah, That's probably, probably why I hate him. He like, was a Dodger. Naturally, in the back of my mind, I yeah. just don't like him. <laughs> no, it's not just that. Like, I genuinely like these way bigger, heftier dudes that just swing out of their shoes and like never get hits, but when they do, it's a home run. Yeah. I don't like those players. Like, I would much rather have you like, a... You like Will Clark. Yeah. Well, I would just much rather have someone that's going to consistently put the ball in play. Uh-huh. You have to put that's the ball a, in play. I mean, play. that's how you win games. But I feel like Jock Peterson and Pete Alonso, like, I bet they have a lot of strikeouts because they they play the way oh, that they sure. play. for sure. For sure. Yeah, so I'd rather have... Judge... Mookie Betts. Judge, before his record-breaking season he yeah he yeah like led the league exactly exactly and, then exactly and then he switched it up and he was just trying to hit the ball and look what happened <laughs> yeah exactly well and you guys have and you guys are cheaters and you have a little league field but well, that's fine your outfield's like <laughs> 280 nah, our outfield needs some help <laughs> your outfield's 280 and you have aaron judge like that's that's fair but anyways <laughs> anyways we're gonna talk about that uh i think that kind of wraps up the baseball classic i just wanted to touch on venezuela usa the whole show i think um, do who did the USA uh, beat? We lost to Mexico, but who did beat we beat? Great, Great Britain. Oh, yeah, okay. that was that was like a like a gimme. Yeah, they yeah. Who do they have? They have no one. Uh, I couldn't. If we lost to them, I couldn't name no one. Um, going to PGA. All right, TBC Sawgrass. Didn't watch it. I know the course. You know the course. It's a tough course. I do know the course. It's a very tough course. I grew up with a father that watched. PGA every single day. Yeah, yeah. My dad is uh, the ultimate barbecue, barbecue beer in hand. <laughs> Golf is on the TV, like real quiet volume, uh-huh. like real, <laughs> in the, like real, always in the background. It was always in the background. And the announcer's like, "Here he goes for bogey." <laughs> I just heard some dude 
in person the other day talk about how he's like the manager of Pebble Beach uh-huh. and how they're about to go play there. And I was like, I was like, this fool's the manager, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that course is beautiful. I don't know if you've ever seen that course. But Pebble? I've driven through it. You can drive through it. I don't, I don't know if I've passed it, but I've seen it on TV. You have to pay money to drive through it. Yeah. Just to drive through. You, know, you have to you pay. how much? I think my sister paid like $20. Oh, okay. She had to pay. Like, she literally just wanted to take us through. There's like a special road that goes through Pebble Beach. Uh-huh. It's, it's gorgeous, like, because it's on the ocean and stuff. Yeah. And you can, like, see the course and just drive through and see the, all the houses. The houses are disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> like, literally disgusting. Like, it's the richest neighborhood I've ever seen. And it's on, like, the nicest course in the United States. So. I, I'm jealous of those people. That's probably one of my life goals to play there. To play there is like day. I think to play there is like 500 it's anywhere. Very, it's very very expensive. Or maybe like a thousand. Yeah. Low key worth it though. Low key worth it. Low key worth like it. on like a really beautiful day. It's and not the, like in the middle of the summer, like and you're 40 years old. Like yeah, go drop 500 and just go play it. Like, <laughs> it's not it's not what you know. It's who you know. So if you really know anyone, like a guest. Or like, I don't think you will though. Uh, you you never know. Oh, you can meet him someday. You yeah. never know. Um, but you, anyway, you, there's that you, you know there's that one guy you're gonna meet someday. Like, oh yeah, I'm a Pebble <laughs> Beach. I'm a Pebble Beach member. Blah 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 blah. And you're gonna be like, oh, sure you are. <laughs> um, you know Scotty Scheffler. Who's that? He's the number one player in the world. Golfer. Yep. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty. He's Scheffler. over. Uh, who was it for a while? That one white dude. I mean, they're all Rory white, McElroy. No. Jordan Spieth. 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 Spieth was one for a while. Yeah, he almost won the last tournament. He was close. He was hitting some crazy. He shots. almost wins every tournament. Well, he's always he won the Masters, right? He's always yeah. contending. Years ago, Scotty Scheffler won the Masters last year. Did he? Yeah. And now he's the number he's, one player. He's just so consistently good. He dominated the tournament, minus seventeen, over and four who, rounds. And who was second? Um, I'm not sure. But this guy named Tom Hoagie, he broke the he broke the course record with a sixty two, and he finished third with with minus ten. And the next the next person was like minus twelve. So At he, TPC Sawgrass, yeah, he, he just got a sixty two. He got a sixty two. He he started his tournament with a seventy eight, and then the next day he shot a sixty eight, and then the third day he shot a sixty two. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that fool's goaded. Um, so after the, by the third day, he improved his score by sixteen shots. Yeah. He was, he was over like six or seven mm-hmm. after the first day. And most golfers just go, in, go into a state of mind like, oh, I'm broken. Like, this tournament's done. But he still walked away with. Tiger would always start off tournaments bad. Yeah. Tiger would always start a tournament shooting a 70 something. Like the first two days, 70 something. And then the last two days, 65. Yeah, go, like, he would always, he'd always do that every single time. I'd be watching Tiger. That's like his thing. That's like his thing. He would always come back from behind. Like, there would always be some dude that was winning the entire time. Uh And then Tiger on the last day would go from 12th to second, like, walking up on first, like, on the 14th tee. Like, he would do that every time. And all the players up ahead, he would do the opposite of everyone else. Everyone else takes the lead early. Uh And then the last day they choke. Last day they all choke. And then right as they're choking, Tiger's, like, excelling. So, like, he would always do exactly the opposite of what everyone you else You can see did. it on TV. The last round, the last few holes, everyone that's, like... Did Tiger play? Near the lead. No, he didn't play this tournament. Oh. He played a couple tournaments ago. He's probably won it before. 
Oh, this one? Probably. For sure. Probably. For sure. Um, but on TPC Sawgrass, they have a long par five. And then, it, like, they had, like, a tucked pin that no one could hit. And everyone was just pulling their shot because they didn't want to hit in the water. There was water to the right. Uh-huh. Uh, so everyone was just pulling their shot. And then they have the 17th Island Green. And Oh, is that the course that has that uh-huh. hole? The 17th Island Green? And then on the last day, there was, like, a like a cold front moving in. So, like, the wind was blowing. And everyone was just hitting in the water, like, the last, the last few hours. Oh, I'm sure. Can you imagine trying to... Especially if it's windy? Yeah. There's, oh, there's like, no. consecutive double bogeys on that hole. And oh, just, if it's windy, it's over. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that pretty much wraps up the PGA. We got about 15 minutes left. I know you love NBA, so we got to talk some NBA before we go. But we're going to go to an ad. Here we go. Interested in the film and television industry? How about the music, public relations, travel, and tourism industries? Then join Entertainment and Tourism Club, also known as ETC. With ETC, you'll get the opportunity to network with industry professionals, attend TV tapings and company tours, get the opportunity to work award shows, and so much more. You can find out more on our website at etccsuf.org or follow us on social media at etccsuf. We're back. We got some NBA to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about a little Warriors, but I'm, I'm going to wait to get to that because I know you're going to get really excited over Steph fanboy Curry. Um, but I got to talk about the Knicks and the Lakers first. Uh, so Knicks came to Cali. They got beat by the Kings, the, the Kings, the second seed Kings. Um, and then they lost to the Clips. And then they stayed in town and faced the Lakers, and they beat them, I think it was last night, 112 to 108. The Knicks? The Knicks. Why are we about. even talking about the Knicks? The Knicks are... Do you know, do you know have, the Knicks record? The Knicks are top five. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? Why, why does it matter? Anthony, they could be undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> For all I care. You know why? You know why? Because it's the New York Knicks. Oh, That's why. When have they won? Bro, they haven't won anything since Phil Jackson. I don't. I, Phil Jackson was on the team. I don't care. They're probably not winning anything this year, but it's just so... Phil this. Jackson was on the team in like 1958, and they, and they still didn't do anything. That's when Bill Russell was whooping everyone. <laughs> And Wilt Chamberlain and all these schools. I know they're not going to win anything, but it's just so refreshing to see these teams. Like, the Is it Knicks. still just Julius Randle and Derrick Rose or what? Uh, Is uh, Derrick Rose knows. even on the team? He doesn't play. He doesn't he's play. on the team? Yeah. That's pretty lit. Um, so he's getting like $3 million a year but, to just kick it? Yeah. But Randle's a bucket. He had 33. He is a bucket, but he's Jaylen, only been an all-star like once. Jalen Brunson is a bucket, but he's hurt right now. So he barely made the all-star named, that uh, year. This guy named McBride. <laughs> filled in <laughs> this guy this guy i don't know him i saw him for the first time last night yeah because he played for utah <laughs> i'm sure and went to the knicks like that's that's um <laughs> but he, he had a couple nice threes on the stretch and then d he's back on the lakers he's going crazy i've been seeing he that really i just being back in la i just saw a highlight oh i'm sure yeah because he's an la freak <laughs> he's an la kind of guy i couldn't say what i really wanted to say but <laughs> Um, I just saw a clip of him hitting a three, and 
Yeah, he's been going off, but this one clip didn't look too good. Like, he was hitting the three, and then he was looking down at the ball while he was dribbling the whole time. thought it looked pretty funny, but... But then, he, but then he smacked a three, and so I was like, all right. Well. <laughs> and his tattoo right here is, is hard. He has one of the hardest tattoos I've ever seen. I might even get it. Yeah. It's, it says now, but in uh, the form of a clock. So, like, the time is now. So, like, it says N. What is that called? Semicolon, the two dots? Yeah. It says N, two dots, and then O-W. But it looks like how, like, a like clock a, would like... say. And the font of a clock. So, it means, like, the time is now. And it says it, like, on his shoulder. Oh. And then he does, like, the ice in my veins and all that stuff. He's an exciting player. He's swaggy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. He's he had swaggy. 33 last night, 5 and 8. And he had 33 points last he night? He had 33. He went, he went insane. And AD had, like, 16 and, like, 17 boards. AD is the most uh, inconsistent human being to ever live, besides <laughs> J.R. Smith. Besides J.R. <laughs> Smith on the Cavaliers, uh... AD is a very close second too. <laughs> like you don't know if he's hurt, you don't know if he's gonna play good. Then all of a sudden he'll drop fifty and twenty five rebounds. Like he's, I wish he could be like more consistent, and then he would get a lot more. He would for sure be the number one. Is he power forward or center? Power forward. I mean, he'd play either. But he would be known as like, like if he had been really consistent his whole career, like never really got hurt, he'd probably already be like damn near top 75 like damn near could have made that list yeah if he was healthy yeah but since he's just so inconsistent with his health and playing like he's just i don't know so whenever someone tells me like oh ad had a really good game i'm like okay cool but is he gonna have a good game next game no he's <laughs> probably gonna roll his ankle and go cry about oh it my God. like <laughs> um so, so lakers currently right now trying to make the playoffs their record is not good but um they got a three-way tie for the nine seed and then they're only one game back of the seventh seed and two games of the sixth. So, who the Lakers? Yeah. So, <clears throat> the playoffs is definitely in their reach, and LeBron could come back, come back and play in the playoffs. I seen he had a boot. He's wearing a boot. What was his yeah. injury? <clears throat> I think it was like a foot injury. But it, reports said when he first got injured, it was like six to seven weeks. So I don't oh. even think if well, it's if already the, been a few weeks, right? Yeah. So he's he's got a little time left. So. He might miss a game or two in the playoffs. I think it's going to be crazy when he hits 40,000 points. Yeah. He's going to hit 40,000 points. I think it'll be crazy when he plays with his son. <laughs> and he'll play well, and he's going to hit 40,000 while his son's on the court or some crazy stuff. Bro, <laughs> it's, I'm, mad, I'm still mad he didn't do a Kareem hook shot to take the record. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's LeBron. He's his own person. It's LeBron. It's LeBron. What did he do? He did a fadeaway from the free throw yeah. line. Some, some like MJS, Kobe. MJ would have drifted from. Yeah, MJ would have floated in the air. Um, so that wraps up the Knicks. The Kings reach forty wins. We're gonna keep going with these underdog teams. Hey, I'm not gonna really lie. Not I'm not gonna lie. No, no, I disagree with that. You, the Knicks. Yeah, I'm not Knicks. I'll never be a believer ever, legit? ever again. The Kings are some dogs. I'm not gonna lie. The Kings <laughs> are some dogs. When I heard um. When I heard What's-His-Name go up and get interviewed and really start giving some attitude, I was like, yeah, that's that's what's up. What's, what was his name? Speed. Speed guy. Just, Darren they just, Fox. Yeah, Darren Fox. They gave him $250 million or whatever. But they're interviewing him, and he beat somebody. I think it was the Warriors. or he beat They beat some team. And he was like, he just started cussing like crazy and was like, 
we're the Sacramento Kings, like we some dogs, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I mess with this energy, like – like he seems hungry and wants it, whereas yeah. the, that so that the made me, are hungry. so that made me a believer a little bit. Yeah. Whereas the Knicks, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna run through it so you can talk about Curry. Um, Suns one twenty eight to one nineteen. That I mean the Kings beat them. Suns aren't gonna win anything Katie, either. Katie I don't care. Um, Kings didn't have a score above twenty last night. There was like six guys that had eighteen, seventeen, fifteen. Their team is just so well rounded. I like them a lot. Uh, D-Book had 28-8. CP3 had 16-16. CP3 needs to retire. He's very old. Um, but let's get to the game you've been waiting for. Golden State wins OT versus Bucks 125-118. No Giannis, but honestly, I I mean, what if else? Giannis was on the court, I, I really think no. they still would have won. Yeah, the Warriors would have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The game probably would have been different, and Giannis would have had his ball. Because the greatest. Would have the hit, would, blah, blah, blah would have the ball in his hands in the last few minutes. but See, Curry is the exact opposite of Anthony Davis, probably the most consistent player <laughs> ever, ever in the history of life. He's the greatest shooter ever. He's the greatest – bro, he's – I think he'll go down as the greatest point guard ever. By not, the, is he not already? By the end of his career? I mean, you could all – we would always – you know, we would always arguable. talk about – we would always talk about – Kyrie and Russ and all these other players. Uh, like when Russ was averaging a triple double and he was hitting buzzer beaters too, that was insane. But obviously now he died off. But Curry just it doesn't matter who he's playing, where he's at, what <laughs> year it is, it does not matter. He's going to easily just dribble down the court, shoot a thirty five footer for, for game. Did you see the game the other night? I don't think it was the watch, Bucks. Did game. you watch it? No, I didn't. No, I didn't watch it. But did you see the game where he, the fourth quarter, he dropped like twenty-two points to come back and win? I forget who they were playing. They were playing but. the Grizzlies, but they lost. Oh, our favorite people. Yeah, Dylan your, favorite, your favorite team. Dylan Brooks is. Uh, he's so envious. No, he's really annoying. He, he's he very was, envious. He was talking about Kyrie and Luca. And they weren't even playing. He, I love how the whole Grizzly. They're all clowns. Like John Moran just messed up big time. Dylan Brooks is they a clown. Are all clowns. <laughs> they are all like gangster clowns, and they're in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> and they're like, in Memphis. <laughs> yeah, like just stay over there. Um, but I did a little research last night. Curry had tw- he had he ended with thirty six, but he had twenty in the fourth in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter plus OT. <laughs> That's what and I'm I was, saying. I was watching the game and they're giving they were dishing it at Bro. Joe Ingles every time in the corner. He was 5 for 5 and Curry was just like, "Okay, let me just run around the screen." Joe Ingles and then he sidestep. Joe Ingles <laughs> is a dog. <laughs> Joe Ingles, I'll never forget his beef with uh um Paul George. Him and Paul George had like major beef, like major beef. And Joe Ingles looks like <laughs> Joe Ingles looks worse than Ginobili did. Like, worse as far as, like, age and stuff. Like, Ginobili, Ginobili and Joe Ingles are, is that old guy at the gym that just pops out and they just <laughs> never miss shots. And whenever he was beefing with Paul George, like, he would just make Paul George look. And Paul George was, like, a top player in the league. Like, this is Paul George's prime. Pacers Paul George? Like, Pacers early OKC Paul George, like, Actually, his the best season of his life was when he was on OKC, and he should have won the MVP that year, Paul George. He was hitting, like, buzzer beaters every game and averaging 30. I don't know if you remember that season. But that season, Joe Ingles, he should have won MVP that year. That, I think, Jan, I think it was, Joe like... Joe Ingles should have won MVP? No, 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 Paul George. 
But Joe Ingles, every time he would line up with Paul George, Paul George would be in his face. Like, you could tell Paul George was so frustrated. And Joe Ingles, with his goofy shot, would just be getting absolute buckets on everyone. He's like, that fool's such a dog. Shout out to Joe Ingles. Shout, shout out. For staying on the Utah Jazz forever. And now, where's he at now? He's still in Utah? No, he's on the Bucks. Yeah. So. On the Bucks. I'm not surprised that he's... Uh, got some buckets, so but Curry, is he getting hot? You think he's getting hot? Because he's done this a few times. Well, now he's old. Games. He's got to be old now, right? Joe Ingles or Curry? Curry, I'm talking about Curry. Oh, Curry. He's Curry's been uh, Curry's been hot since he came out the womb. <laughs> Curry, Curry's the greatest shooter ever. <laughs> he's literally the greatest shooter ever. And it's not even close. You know who's actually the most underrated shooter? I think uh, genuinely the only other shooter that's as good as Curry. Maybe statistically he's not, but. In my opinion, Damian Lillard is the only other player that I've watched with my own eyes shoot as good as Curry can. Like, Damian Lillard will, like, catch a spark in his hands and just start chucking up Curry shots, mm-hmm. fade away, really deep threes, and, like, his form is perfect. I think Damian Lillard, in my opinion, is, like, the only other person that you could ever compare to Curry, even though no one ever talks about it. In my opinion. I think Curry just moves better off ball than Dame. That's why that's why he's he's got that edge on him as a shooter. But that that's what makes Dame even nastier is he's not running around three screens. <laughs> he I mean Curry can create shots off. No, no, he definitely can. Um but that pretty much wraps up NBA. Uh we got about like two minutes left. We're just gonna run through NFL real quick because there's been some trades and free agency. You just tell me like quick thought on it. Jalen Ramsey's on the Dolphins now. I always saw that. Um, DJ Moore's on the Bears. I know you really don't care about the Bears, but no, um, my buddy. buddy I don't. I don't. I don't either. Uh, Panthers got the number one pick. They're definitely going quarterback. Either Anthony Richardson. Who has the number one pick? The Panthers, because they don't got a quarterback. The Panthers. The Panthers. Yeah, who cares about them? Uh, (laughs) Everyone thought Lamar was gonna be a free agent. He got franchise tagged. Um, Which means that they can. He's, it's a year deal. It's a very expensive year deal, so, which means they can like renegotiate throughout the whole year. How disrespectful! That's super disrespectful. That full. Sh- they he's should. Tra- he's trapped there. He's one of those players that the Ravens should have, no doubt, just wrote up the contract for who who cares how much, and it just said, "Here you go, Lamar," and he should have signed it for four hundred million. And the little Giants news before we go. Saquon got franchise tag, and Jones got a bag. <laughs> Jones got a bag. Yeah, he got a bag, but he's, he's not get, even hes not even better than Eli. And he's going to live up to it. He, no, he's, he's not. No, he's and not. we're ending the show on that. <laughs> thank you, Chad, for coming. It was a pleasure. Yes, sir. Um, thank you, listeners. I'll be back next week. I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you. Love you. Thank you.